All right, Cutler Cast episode. Yeah, but you just gave it away. <laughs> so what? They'll find out. Well, episode 21. At 21. 21. Uh, shout out to all you guys that are following along. We appreciate you so much. Uh, we have a few things we wanted to talk about. I'm heading away for a a getaway. A getaway. Business, pleasure. And slash. I just got here, and I almost ran out of gas again. You know why you almost ran out of gas? Because it was like I no, had. No, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. call you out right now. Okay. You didn't want to pay California gas prices. That's part of it. He's laughing. It's a it's a principle. Okay. But okay, I but could have got gas at a different station in Nevada. A normal person goes, if you drove from <laughs> Vegas to California and you have half a tank of gas, yeah. they fill their gas tank and they say, okay, I'm going to drive back to Vegas. Since when have I been normal? <laughs> so instead you want to risk the chance of running out of gas, which I've done way too many times. I've told the the gas stories and running down in pink Yeah, but you did it when you were young. I'm like a Yeah, with man. no cell phones, running to pay phones. Hey, call my friend, bring me the can of gas. Jumping over the guardrail so people couldn't see me running down with the pink See, tights. this is the problem. This is the problem. I could have made it, but it's really windy today. So as I was going up the hills, the wind yeah, was wind pounding. Was, yeah. So when my I was on the phone and my light came on and I'm like, oh, shit, it says I have 50 miles. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have 50 miles. I was like 20 miles away. So I'm, I'm coming down the road. I'm on the phone with someone. I'm like, oh, shit, I might run out of gas again. I've only done this once in my life. So I was about to go past the next exit, and all of a sudden I felt like a little jerk in my vehicle. And I went, oh, shit. So I came off, came down, idled, came to the stop sign, sat or the red light, sat there because my truck shuts off. And then it when the light turned green, the engine turned on. I went around the corner, and right as I came around the corner up to speed, the lights came on and said engine disengaged and I coasted around and it stopped right where I got gas. So I did not run out of gas. Where in Blue Diamond or? No, right by uh, South Point. Okay. So I got that far back. Almost made it to here. Uh, but we had a call about this the other day. The gas prices are down a little bit. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I think we're was... still higher than everywhere else. You guys are laughing on, you know, no. ours is like. Ours, it was like four bucks was here. 370 a, yeah. a uh a gallon so mine was four here in california it was like 550 yeah i know you know it's stupid it's a dollar 50 it's not that big of a deal but it's the principle that i don't want to pay it no i mean you'd, you'd I rather run it. out of gas so uh we had a little action in vegas last week and the women's conference was here uh it was the uh, like a workshop for a lot of the pros came in they had most of uh, pretty much all the top pros all the reigning olympia mm -hmm. winners everyone came in um and they did like a big um it's kind of like they a clinic a workshop, workshop yeah, yeah. and they taught just they had people come in from the NPC that uh that just uh just wanted to learn more about how you know whether it's for posing or hair yeah. or nails. I and, saw I see a lot of people in the gyms and they actually attended the event and I asked, yeah. you know, it was lengthy, it was all day. Yeah. Um like nine to five or something yeah. like that. And you know, a lot of the top people were here and uh you know, Vegas, man, like I'm gonna you know, I keep talking about Vegas and it's becoming more and more the place that people want to come to. Yeah. And I know there's been rumors of more gyms opening, which, yeah. you know, you and I, you know, we get to train a few different places and we're kind of like, man, what would we do with more gyms? But listen, I mean, everyone's hitting right now. I talked to Iris. I was at Powerhouse last week and she says it's getting a lot busier there. Mm -hmm. um, I actually train there a few days. You know, I'm still splitting time between Fit Club um, powerhouse and kilo club mm -hmm. those are the most gyms that i train at you know 
it really depends on my mood, right? I just, I want to avoid when it's really busy. So yeah. I like to get the training done, even though our training is only like 30 minutes. But, you know, the funny thing is, even when I was at my peak, you know, I trained twice a day. I mentioned I would do a body part at a time. If I was doing back or, you know, quads or whatever, hamstrings, I, I seem to do a lot more sets, you know, especially for quads and for back training. You know, my workouts weren't that long, only like yeah. 40 minutes. There's no, it doesn't need to be. I mean, you call me sometimes and I mean, you're done in 15, 20 minutes a lot. So I think there's a lot of misconception on how much time uh, you're supposed to spend in the gym. And it's not about how much you, it it really depends on what your tempo is. Right. And I was like, I was always a short rep guy. So I would do, you know, 45 to 60 seconds rest. And usually that if we're training together, you and I, like you go, I go. Right. And we stick to the same weights. As you notice, we don't like. And Nothing that's how it was. And, and that's the thing. Like, if we had to adjust the weights, you know, even at, at my peak, you know, I would just be training with someone that was relevant to my strength. Yeah. And I think that was I, what was ideal. So I think, you know, when someone's spending two or three hours total in the gym, I think it's just too long. It's, it's, I just think it's counterproductive. You don't need to spend that much time. Like, even when I go now, if I have shit to do for the day, I can go in and let's say I'm doing chest. Yeah. I can do five exercises three really good working sets on each. I'm not a pro bodybuilder, so I don't need to lift that heavy with like a 30-second break in between. So you can legitimately train a muscle in 20 to 30 minutes. I just, you know, I think back in our era when we had the magazines, like we followed the pros routines, you know, and and uh, we had different theories. And, you know, we had, we had the Mike Menser training that heavy duty that Dorian yeah. kind of made popular. And then, you know, everyone kind of followed what Arnold did. And then, of course, Lee Haney was like... Um, you know, stimulate, not annihilate the yeah. muscles. Um, and then Gaspari was like a drop set guy or whatever. So I think we kind of adapted to diff- different training styles, but it just seems like the internet confuses on people on what to really do for the, the training sets now. For me, I like to do like, I think our standard is we go in the gym, we do for the first exercise, we do a couple warm up sets, and then we do three working sets. Yeah. So Usually I've the always first done, we do five. Yeah, yeah. So, so I've always done three or four working sets. And then once we jump into the second movement, we're already warm. So we do, do three yep. sets of that, you know, focus on eight or 12 repetitions, whatever. And then we move forward. So I think I always tried to find like four different movements to do for each body part. Yeah. So like for chess, we would do incline, a fly, a flat bench, and then one more movement. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's pec, uh, pec deck or, pec deck or, or, or incline, cable crossovers, cables, whatever. Yeah. So we have like four movements that we do. So it's a total of at least three sets plus the warm-up sets. You know, we're looking at 15, 16 sets. So uh, that seems to be the bodybuilding nature. It's not like yeah. the powerlift is where they do and they rest five minutes or 10 minutes between like Now what about, sets. let me ask you, when you, were, when you were like in your peak strength and you were trying to grow in the off-season and you would, let's say you're doing chest and you're grabbing the 160s, 170s, 180s, would you still only rest a minute in between or did you give I a little did. bit more time? I did. Okay. I, I mean, a minute would be long. Yeah. 45 seconds, man. I would literally, I remember seeing stars a lot and being like, I remember being in the stead of winter where it's Sahara Decatur Gold's Gym. And bro, I would like do a set of T-bar rows and then, you know, I would like you know, put some more plates on or whatever. And I remember not being able to catch my breath and thinking, okay, I'm going to go into this next set. And I was breathing so heavy that I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to... I felt like I was going to pass out. Like there were times where I pushed myself so hard that I, I had to like literally, 
I, I was starting to see dark, you know? Wow. That's, That's how hard I push myself. So when I go to the gym now and I train, I feel so much better that I don't have to push to that extreme. If, if you could go back what you know now then, would you have still done it? Still like would that? have done it because would I Would you feel have like, took another minute? If you were seeing no, stars, no, would you no, have waited? No, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's hard to say, bro. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I just thought that you had to push yourself to extreme and maybe that extra rest would be better for me. But at the same time, like, I felt like that pace just made me that much greater. Like, yeah. no one could keep up. So I think it was kind of like a little bit of an ego thing. You know, when, the, when everyone came out and trained with me, no one could really keep up with the speed. Like, I know a lot of people talked about, hey, Ronnie's stronger than Jay, but come train with me and see the speed yeah. and see how you you're able to keep up. You didn't take two, three, four minutes in between No, and, and, and I was going up in weight, pyramiding up. So I think that's what's what's kind of cool about it. Could, but could you have done the giant sets like Milos had? I think if I got accustomed to it, yes. But, like, right now, if we were to go train with Milos, say if we wanted to shoot a Cutler cast workout with yeah. Milos, why would I put myself through that? <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> why would I do that? Like, I'm not training to that extent. Like, no lie, I did the newbie on Saturday with Andy. I saw bro, that, yeah. Bro, I can barely move my quad still. Wow. Unbelievable. And you didn't go super uh, No, heavy. and he, he, we did a triple drop on hacks. Yeah, I remember seeing and that. And I was dying. Like, I was like, okay, that's enough. And I'm thinking in my head, like, why did I just do this? And I didn't think, I wasn't like, oh, I train. I think I train still decently yeah. Like to condition myself, but I was so freaking sore. And I'm still, <laughs> dude, I'm touching my legs. I'm still sore. It's oh, it's almost a week later. And that, yeah, but you did, yeah. I, I was watching some of the training because we were in the gym. Mm -hmm. And I remembered seeing when you had like two and a half plates on the hack because we usually only go well, up to two. Well, and I had a band on it too. Yeah, and I'm like, what is he doing here? Yeah, yeah. Because I saw your face really well, like. Well, you had the band. It was easy. That band well, You had to show just, off for, the, for no, the YouTube. No, no. He, he, we're talking about how it's easier on the knees, you know. Yeah. But it, it actually makes a difference. You know, for legs, we don't go bananas. Oh. I mean, even for the leg press, I think it did four plates a side, and normally we go to five. Like, no, sometimes actually you only do four side, yeah. you know. Could you do the newbie on a regular basis? I could, but I, it was a lot of work to, like, walk around with yeah. the thing. And, you got to roll the car. You know, and, and I, you know, he charged 150 for that thing, you know, but it was really good. It, it, it actually... It stimulated a lot of my legs, but I, I couldn't imagine having that back yes. in my era. But you couldn't convince me. When I was Mr. Olympia, I don't know if you could have convinced me. I was too hard-headed. Yeah, I don't think you would have. I think Milos could have convinced you back then to do some giant sets. I think you would have been okay with it. I've watched numerous people. I've watched, you know, Yurishna did it. I watched uh, Regan do them. Some of the other different athletes, Rahel came over and did it and mm -hmm. in by the time they're done with that, like they can barely walk or if their shoulders, they can barely lift their arms up. I just don't know if it's necessary to go that. So I saw you last night training at Metroflex in yeah. Marietta. I like it's that. Kind of crazy to think like you are you were four hours away like a day ago, right? And training at a different gym. And Yeah, we got, we were, we went to uh, uh, Temecula. Yurishnik mm -hmm. uh, was here for the women's uh, conference. And then we went there so she could go see Kim Odo. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I got to see... For the first time ever, Kim's private studio, and I got to see. Tell me about the, tell the, me about the setup. I I know you had some flex. Yeah, stuff dude, in there. he had old all the old school flex equipment in there, like. And I remember us when we were in uh, Budapest, they had it there, and I remember you saying like, yeah, yeah. "Holy shit, we never see this." And he had like he had the one that was almost like an octagon where it had like uh, extension and like just four different shoulder press and all this around around like an octagon. It was like a big piece of equipment. 
So we got to go out there, and he put her through some workouts. They weren't giant sets, but she wasn't happy. Really? Like, no. Well, well, happy because he destroyed her. Yeah. But just from bands and just doing super slow movements, like way less weight than she normally does. But just seeing him put her through these workouts and then him showing her those final details with posing, like turning your toe a tiny little bit makes your physique look completely different. Or moving Did you this notice the difference? Oh, for sure. And the thing I noticed is, and I didn't say this to her, but it was something I just paid attention. She would come out. He would say, okay, show me what you do. And she'd walk out and do her routine. And he'd say, hey, okay, what I want you to do is try this, 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 and this. Most people would have done it 20, 30 times before they get it. She walked back, came out, and did it exactly how he described it to her. Like every last one. And I'm like, shit, she can change that quick. Like, Because you know how it is. Someone could have told you, hey, Jay, do this with posing. You'd probably still go back to what you're used to. But just seeing the difference there and seeing the little tweaks that he's made, I think will make... How many weeks is it now? Four weeks out. Okay. So I, I expect her to be right in that thick of, of winning that So it's funny. She did the, the posing and like seminar like two days prior or whatever, yeah. and now she's working on tweaks yeah. to even be better. I mean, hey, no matter how good you are, you can yeah. always get better. And having you know Kim there, he's got you know great success. How was, uh, was the weather in California? You know, a little warmer than here, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was it was chilly. I mean, we we're in we we're in Temecula, which is kind of deserty ish. But I almost moved there, you know. Almost bought a house there. Yeah, it was funny. I I tell the story that, you know, I was in Orange County, and I had a condo there. And I started looking at homes, and I had a particular style home I like. What kind? Well, it was like a, a one story. Yeah. I wanted a one story. I, I didn't want stairs. Homes. Okay, so. So it was a little limited, like, living in Aliso Viejo where I was. And, you know, you go to, like, some of these beach places and, you know, you have two-story homes because, obviously, the glass and overlooking stuff. So I started just, like, kicking around, and I ended up somehow in Marietta, Temecula for some reason because someone's like, oh, you can get some really nice land. I wanted a little more land, right? I had the big dog at the time, um, Trace. So we went down and looked at a house, and it was one point. Four million, I think, for this house, and this was back in two thousand one. Okay, how big? And it was nice. It was it was probably like thirty five hundred feet, but it had some property fencing around it and everything mm -hmm. else. And the house was nice, but you you know it was built probably in you know the mid nineties. Mm -hmm. So this was you know early two thousand. Maybe so it was not, but little. before long you'd have to do yeah, some so type of upgrades. Somehow, you know, I'm like, we really want this house and whatever. And we were, ended up in, in Vegas, like, within two weeks. And I was, you know, visiting a friend or whatever, going to the gym and working out. I think I was training for the Arnold at the time in, in 2002. So this was just after 2001 Olympia. Uh, and, you know, Carrie came back. You know, she had been out with her girlfriend, the guy's wife. And uh, she says, you have to see this house. And I'm like, Really? It's like, yeah, you have to see it. It's just like what we looked at last week, but better. So, of course, I go in the afternoon, and I looked at my original home that they were building here. It was a track home. And, dude, it was like 320000 or something <laughs> comparable to one point five. I said, well, this is kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> so that's when we kind of decided you, to move. You we packed up like the to, Beverly Hillbillies. to move to Vegas, you know. You packed so, up like the Beverly Hillbillies and moved your shit to Vegas. Dude, it's like literally we made the decision and it didn't last. Like it was just immediate, like a web move. How, how crazy is that? That I get it if you're like on the beach, 
to have this massive price, you know, discrepancy. But for you to be in Temecula area, which is kind of deserty ish, and it's not right by the water, Mm -hmm. for you to be only four hours apart and have literally a million dollars more, plus all the taxes and all the other. Well, back then I didn't really know because I was kind of it was kind of premature to that. It was really before I got heavy into real estate and everything else. But you know what? I just I knew it got really hot there. Yeah. So I was like, okay. It gets just as hot pretty much as Las Vegas. And, you know, I didn't know what Vegas was about that. You know, I had been to Vegas before, and I'm like, Vegas is great, right? Great restaurants, you know, the strips here. And, I mean, listen, it's way built up compared to then. You know, we've got all the stadiums and everything now. But I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter where I live. I'm contracted. I mean, I go to the gym every day, and I found these 24-hour gyms. Gold's gym was, like, the 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 best at the time. So I'm like, you know what? This is just easier. And I, I mean, we talked about, I went to my accountant. I said, what do you think of uh, Nevada? He's like, well, no state income tax. And he's like, you're going to save XXX. I'm like, okay, well, I was just starting to come into some, some pretty good fortune. And uh, next thing you know, I was in Vegas. So, and the house was done within two months because it was actually just got broke ground and started to get construction. At How the long time. did you live in that house for? I was there from 2002 to 2007, five years. That you, I mean- that was a good house. Like you could yeah, easily yeah. still be living. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would. It was a beautiful home. I just looked it up. It's one point four million now. Wow. So what I what the house in California was is what it's worth. I wonder how much the house in Cali is now. If you looked it up, I wonder. Yeah. What if it went down in price? No, I think it probably about the same. You know, I mean, Vegas real estate's like we. I don't think we're going to hit any kind of recession. I, I think we kind of discussed that. Yeah, it's it's like I, I've been looking at... You look at, a lot more Yeah, than I, I look a lot because I want to buy a, a house here. But I'm same thing. I, I don't like two-story homes. I like one story. And it's not easy to so find So do you look at house. just ranches or... Yes. When I go through to look up the potential houses, I always check off. I don't want a two-story home. And it's not it's not easy because everything here is built up because there's not a ton of land in the yes. area. They keep the lot. So if you get a... A four thousand square foot two story house, it might be five hundred grand, and that same one story house is going to be eight hundred grand, because they they you know the the, the funny thing is there. all people that lift weights don't want stairs. What's up with that? I just you know what it was, my we my uncle when I was young, he had a, a four story house, and I always remember he had an elevator though. I yeah, he had I an elevator too, but it you just. You just get tired of stairs. It's nothing to do with bodybuilding or whatever else, but you know how it is when you, if if you get down to the bottom, you're ready to leave the house, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot this. You got to walk out. Like for you, if you're in your car and you forget something, the kitchen's real close. Yeah, see, the funny thing is, is we always had basements in the East Coast. So growing yeah. up there, you know, you always had stairs, right? Yeah. And it wasn't until I moved out West that you had just slabs in homes being able to just be built on a slab. They do have there was basements no at some and, houses Of here. course they do, but... But you have to have a basement because of the frost and yeah. in the you know East Coast. So when I started to you know learn about ranches and one story homes, it just seems like a lot of retiree people move into one story yeah. homes. I mean, if you look in some of these, they f- it over feels, 55 it feels bigger too. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like take your house, if you're in the kitchen, you have house this way, yeah. you have house this way, this way, this way. If you're in a kitchen, a two story house. You can see all four corners from that living room, and then there's stairs that go up. Well, let me up. ask you a question. If, if money was no object, where would you live and what kind of home would you live in? One-story house. Um, would I, it be a huge house, or would you would you have a movie theater? Would you have a no, bowling have a alley? Theater, would you no, have a no. tennis courts? Would no, you have basketball obscene. courts? No, I, I don't think anything. I think the max I could have. Look, I don't have kids. 
So if I had kids, I'd probably think differently. But I don't think anything over 3,500 square feet for me is, I would never need. So what do you think is, is like ideal if you said, you know, is it like a home theater or? Yeah. I'd know. I'd put a home theater, like a little entertainment center, three bedrooms, three, four bathrooms. Why do you have so many bedrooms if you're by yourself? Just for guests? Or yeah. Family. Office space? Yeah, office garage. space. How much garage would you have? Would you I'd have always, a high garage? I would always have a larger garage, and I would have probably three cars, but on one side, I don't want it further because I like doing, like, woodworking and stuff, and I like messing Would you with have stuff. an RV? Maybe. Would it be a drivable RV or a pull trailer? No, it would be a pull trailer. That's why if I did, I would get a big, a larger place. But I, I wouldn't mind getting like a 45 foot. Jay, would you have a uh, motorhome or a trailer, fifth wheel? You think at some point you'll buy one? or? Could you, ima- could you imagine if Jay had one? Yeah. Could you imagine? There's times where I'll want to go places and he'll be like, they don't got a Four Seasons there. <laughs> no, no. You know, it's kind of funny. Like, we go to New York for this seminar, and Dan, Dan, I sent Dan the hotel, you know, and he's like, Jay Cutler's staying in this place. You know, it has, it's like, a, it's a it has like a kitchenette and all yeah. that, you know? Of course. So. No, but but I, I would I would want, in a perfect world, I don't want to see a neighbor. I want to walk out. Okay, so where is this hut? Where is this one-story, 3,500-square-foot home? Somewhere between northern Utah to Montana to Idaho in that area. What do you think about that? You shaking your head, huh? Yeah. So no. you're not staying in Vegas, huh? What a, no, no, I mean, it, it. Vegas has its purpose. If you're trying to get ahead in life, if you want a good career. I know, but you think you're going to reach the point where Vegas is like, I'll always enough. have a place here. No, because, so? because Vegas isn't enough for us. If you're someone who's fucks around the strip all the time and you're... I know, but we, there's like a force field for us when you go <laughs> near the strip. Like, you know how many times people... <laughs> I'm not going to the strip. People, when they yeah. come to town, hey, I'm in town this weekend. I'm like, have fun. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going. Have a good time. Yeah, we have like a, a forest field around the f- ends of the strip. So many people, when they're like, how do you live in Vegas? I've been there before. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah. no. I said, you've been to the strip. That's nonsense. I have. I want nothing to do with that. Do you ever drive down the Las Vegas Strip? Yeah. I did the other day. What for? Because I came from the wind and I had to go to the Yaks event. Yeah. So I actually drove from this direction for, you know, in the wind. That's pretty much the whole strip, right? Yeah. And I drove and just, I mean, luckily the traffic was flowing. It was the middle of a Saturday. Yeah. So it wasn't like you, anytime after like five or it starts <laughs> getting dark idle. and the Bellagio fountains are going off and yeah. all that, like people are pulled over and. People crossing the street. I mean, are it's you just, taking pictures? It, no, and it just amazes me that no matter when you, it doesn't matter how cold it is. Like today's a little chilly with the wind and everything. There's always people out on the strip, always walking there's the pe- strip. Because people come here. Yes. Like we live here, but people come here. It could be once in their life. And the sign. What about the Vegas sign? Always. I've have. never stopped to see that. I have. I have. How many times? Once. I did it. I had to do it. I've never did done it. Did we do it for you? I think we did it for YouTube, actually. I've never done it. I drive uh, by it a were lot. Were you with me then or Dave? Oh, you took it. Okay. I've driven by it countless times. I have no... It's always, always packed. Always. Should we go do a Cutler cast on the no, road? No, no, because we already the, did it for JT. We'll do on the road, Las Vegas, going to yeah, see yeah. the sign. <laughs> where, where would be... So I know this about you, and some other people may not remember, but there was a period where you almost moved to Utah. Yeah. And you yeah, built, the, built house. the house up there, yeah. So where did you build... Like, what made you want to go It was a place called there? Suncrest, um, because I... You know, at the time, like, I thought, okay, I'm going to have a family. And, you know, I was doing so well. And 
I th- thought, you know, I, I got invested in a, in a company called Trigenics and it was with Bruce Jenner and, you know, it was a, a multivitamin at the time. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh, you know, my friends that were co- coming from there, like I saw like the seasonal things they were doing. Like, uh, listen, I always like snowmobiling and skiing and riding the ATVs and all that stuff before like all the UTVs came out. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I kind of wanted to migrate back. And I almost, at that same time, I was looking at a house in Massachusetts in a place called Boylston. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful home, uh, kind of like closer to the the freeways from where I actually grew up because I was kind of like way away from the freeway so it, it took me like an hour just to get to Boston from where I lived but this was a little closer probably like 40 minutes and uh you know everything that I was looking at was well over a million bucks at that time because I was trying to upgrade from the the home I was in I mentioned that I paid by this point the house had gone up to almost a million bucks you know so I was trying to look for the ideal house I wanted a movie theater I had an elevator in the house in Utah. Um, How big was it? 8,500 feet. But it was a multi-story because it was on a mountain. I had a heated driveway. You need a heated driveway in Utah, right? Um, It was all glass in the back overlooking. Like, there was no one around me. You know, it was just a beautiful spot. And, man, you know, I can't imagine what that house is worth now. What what was the reason? So you built it. I built it, and I just never moved there because I won the Olympia. I was building in 05 and I won the Olympia and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not ready to move here. And that's when, you know, the Olympia, I won the Olympia in 06. And then in, in the end of 06 is when I started looking at the home here and that I live in currently, they were building it. And uh, I was, you know, I didn't end up moving to mass. Like it was like, am I going to move to mass? Am I going to go to Utah? Am I going to stay in Vegas? And of course the Olympia was one and it changed my life. Did when you sold that house, did you make make money on it? I, I not what I would have made if I would have kept it. Wow, it wasn't. It was just. It still wasn't completed. You know. What if you could look it up now to see how crazy? Yeah, it is? probably could. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I look up. I look up the real estate stuff. I look at all different states too, mm-hmm. because in an ideal world, and I've told you this before, um, I would want to be somewhere where I got forty to eighty acres. I don't want to see neighbors. Build a house. Do whatever you want. If I want to build. A garage, I don't want to have to call a homeowner association. I want to be able to do what I want. If I want to walk out naked and take a piss in the backyard, I don't want anyone to I think you have to always get building permits, though, no matter what. You have to get building permits, but nobody in a homeowner association can say, you can't build this in the backyard. You know, like. Yeah, right now we have a burnt house in our neighborhood and it's a fucking eyesore, dude. How long? It's been there for a long time. Long time. And we're getting complaints. I got emails that are sitting in my phone from yesterday. Because kids are going in there and throwing, I mean, the roof's caved in. And people are like, listen, we just need to demolish this house. The insurance, because they thought there was some sort of an insurance thing, they're they're questioning, I think, releasing the funds for it or not giving enough. And they just haven't torn it down yet. Can you buy it for cheap? I don't know if I'd want to. It's next to a a catch base. That's one in the corner, right? Yeah. It's close to the street, too. So, as you know, remember, I'm in the kind of the middle, right? So, you go through the gates and I'm there. Uh that's on the end where the busy street is. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of loud. I could have swore that. Didn't someone buy like both of them? Didn't well, they, they bought to... one, two separate people bought each lot. So the one on the other side, the guy's supposed to be coming from California, I guess, to build a house there. So, so if you didn't live in Vegas where you're at, where would you go? My. California. What part? I mean, Dana Point. 
somewhere where I was just near the beach. Just like a condo or would you get a big, huge house? I would get a house with some glass. And I mean, remember, I live in 50, whatever, 5,300 feet now. So it's like I want to have I want to have in in a home, ideally a bigger garage because obviously I have more vehicles. I want to have a gym. I want to have uh, how many people have office? a six car garage and that's not enough. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I have a gym and yeah, yeah, two, yeah, ba- two, two of it, Just you know, and quads and whatever else. So, um, I definitely we would have. Uh, you have your movie theater, a theater. Mm-hmm. I would have. I would have at least one spare bedroom. Bes- so I need an office, a spare bedroom, and then the master. But I want the master really big, and I want a huge bathroom. Like I love my big showers. You know, ideally for me, dude, I'd have a shower half the size of this room, you know, just with all the jets and that I can sit in there, steam shower. Yeah. Um, obviously have a pool and stuff like that, even though I'd be right so near you the could, ocean. So you could, you could technically downsize your house to like 3,500 yeah, square feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, remember, I got space. Like the guest house we don't really utilize. We do have two spare bedrooms. We only really need one. Uh but I do use use my space quite a bit. I mean, we we actually laugh. We sleep in the spare bedroom a lot. Yeah. Like, it's like a getaway, right? I mean, Angie slept in the guest house a couple of weeks ago. I think she was mad at me. <laughs> Why are you such a bully? <laughs> I'm the gym bully. <laughs> you are. You're, yeah. a total, you're a total bully. You bully everybody. Yeah. You know, but... Well, maybe maybe one of these days I'll... I, I don't know. You know, I know you hate California, but listen, if I was... Kelly sucks. Nah, the weather. I know the the whole politics and everything, but the weather is great. I mean, people like Miami. I mean, Miami's cool. See, you know too, what it is for me. I don't care about weather unless I'm in like Seattle, where it rains every day. I don't care if it's hot or cold. It doesn't affect my life as long as it's I can. I wonder. What, yeah, I as mean, long as I can go about my day. Like we know so many people that live in these areas that make really good livings. Yeah. And they are fucking broke. I know, but I'm saying, like, you yeah. asked me where, yeah. I, if I if money was yeah. no object and whatever, it's affordable for me, mm-hmm. I would live in California because I think you want to live in like a, would you want to live in like a smaller community? I mean, I don't think you can be away from everyone. So like, I mean, what about like, for example, what about like about like Santa Barbara north of there? I never really been, so I can't speak on it. I've seen it; but it's beautiful. Or yeah. if you go further up the coast towards like, where uh, would you go, Jay? Utah. Or? That's your spot. That's where you're going to end up, huh? He's he's going to leave us soon. We're going to need a producer. We'll put it. I mean, it. I think I think uh, like I I like that St. George area or Hurricane. You said, all right. Yeah. We should take a spin up there and see what it looks like. You know, it's not far. Yeah, like I did that. Remember that one time I went and just I went up. I I just got in my truck and I drove up to St. George and I went on one of these RV shares yeah. and I rented a 35 foot trailer, hooked it up to my truck, and I just went for three days. I just started driving. I found a big national park. I parked the trailer and I went hiking all day. Came back, stayed in the in the in the the trailer, and the next day hooked it up, drove to another area, parked, and I just did that for three what, days. What uh, what's what's the idea? I mean, you're the answer man with this. So taxes and what's expenses of living in Utah? Um, the state income tax, right? I don't know the exact number, but it's not like one of the cheaper places. Any, I've always said this. Any time where you have good school systems, you're not you're gonna have higher taxes. And Utah, like like Nevada, but it's dry like here, right? But it snows in certain. It would, snows. It, would it snow in Hurricane or? Yeah. So not a lot. Cedar City. How far is that from there? Okay. Yeah, I want to go back up there more. There's a lot of cool stuff I want to see in like Southeast Utah. 
I just just got to make time. Can you imagine if I called home today and said, Angie, we're going to probably move to Utah? You'd be moving by yourself. Yeah, she probably wouldn't like that very much, huh? I don't, What's the closest don't, airport to Hurricane? St. George. But it's small. It's small, yeah. Well, that's why you need to get a plane. Don't be cheap. Nice. I've been telling him forever. I will, I will get my pilot's license and I will buy a plane. It's going to happen, and then I will only I charge can't wait you. To see this. I I will only charge you five <laughs> grand an hour to fly with me. Remember this, people. This guy says I'm getting a plane. This. Damn it! All right, so uh, all right, so we come. We're heading to New York for the seminar. Yeah. Uh, Bev Francis Powerhouse Gym looks like it's going to be uh, quite a b- big crowd there. Yeah, I mean, you got. I spoke to Steve this morning. How many? How many people? How many people were there last year? I, I can't even count, dude. The place was packed. It's free, so I mean, how how many? You know, anyone that's coming, Bev Francis. When are we launching this? Tomorrow or tonight or tonight or tomorrow? Okay, so Bev Francis Powerhouse Gym Saturday, twelve to four. Uh, we have a ton of us that are going to speak and be present, and uh, I'm going to get to train Friday at Steve's gym, do some content, and uh, I get in. I get in at like four o'clock. So I don't know how long I'll probably get yeah. there. Like, I guess it's going to take me a couple hours to get there. Yeah. So we're all doing that, and then uh, I'm going to take a quick trip over to Mass, see my parents, see my mom, and see my brothers and sisters. And I'm excited. You know, she hasn't been feeling so great, my mom. So hold your mom now. 81 in uh, March. Wow. She in good health. It's anymore? great because I'm going back for the Boston Pro for the 12th, mm-hmm. and her birthday's the next day. 13th. Wow. So she'll actually get to see you yeah. on your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. How's the Boston Pro looking? Awesome. It's. Picking up. I actually saw. I, I I I see stuff popping up yeah. about it all the time. They just they just announced Dexter Jackson's coming now. Is he going to compete? Yeah, I, <laughs> he'll I probably should, win. I should I should egg him on. Huh? Do it, egg him on. So he'll probably win. <laughs> I wish coming, we could get him to come back. He's coming back to get number. Th- what does he have? Twenty nine wins. Yeah, he's got to get thirty. Man. He's got to get thirty. Then he can tie Ashley Caldwell, and they'll force her. To Is go she to beating win. him right now? Yeah, she passed him this last year. She hit her thirtieth oh. win last year. And who was the before that? Ronnie Coleman or, or Kevin Ronnie Lavroni? Or Kevin Lavroni. Yeah. And then Dexter passed him, and then Ashley, she did a number this last year. She won, like, five or six shows. You know, it's so crazy because, like, they do these comparisons. I just got hit with Instagram with, uh, you know, it had, like, me, Rami, Ronnie, Phil. They had us all lined up, and they did this comparison, like, who's the greatest? Yeah. It's so crazy that be- when eras get further and further away, like, Mm-hmm. Arnold isn't really spoken about as like the greatest bodybuilder of all time anymore. Yeah. You notice as we get like 20 years ago, everyone's like Arnold's the greatest. Yeah. There was no one better, but I obviously Coleman broke the record from Lee Haney, but it was like, as we get further down the road, like people lose track of the people don't talk about, about Dorian or Lee Haney. Yeah. They, and I think it's just because Ronnie was such a, just a well, I think it was specimen. a. Cro- I think we were the few that crossed to social media. I don't think yeah. like Haney and Dorian were to be able to cross to social media like Ronnie and myself and Phil and like we all took advantage. Of, we were at that transitional time of social media. Do you think? Do you think Arnold's the best, Mister Olympia? For at the time, he was pretty damn good, dude. To win seven, you know, and I mean back then, I don't think the competition I've heard that Arnold didn't have to defend his title against anyone. People don't know that. And I would love the historians to chime in on this and tell me how many Olympias Arnold won without a competitor against him. Because there were times that he did. Mm-hmm. And it was only 500 bucks at that time, I think, also. But, you know, Ronnie Coleman's probably the biggest specimen. Yeah. Uh, I just think people forgot about people before Ronnie because Ronnie was so 
ridiculous. They remember you and Ronnie, but people don't. You don't hear people talking about Dorian Yates like that. Yeah, but and you Ronnie, know, he was a freak. So, see, Dorian Yates for me, like, I would have to say, like, he freaked me out more than Ronnie Coleman did. Because you probably looked at him more from a, as a fan. Well, I was a young and kid. Ronnie, and Ronnie competed against. And when I saw Dorian Yates and how big his back was and the calves and everything, I remember seeing him thinking, gosh, like how can someone get this big, you know? And Ronnie was dramatically bigger than him. Yeah, and, but I, I mean, I was competing against Ronnie, and I remember seeing him backstage, and I, I just saw flaws in his physique that I didn't see in Dorian Yates. Mm-hmm. That's probably just difference between you were looking at Ronnie as a, as a, as a professional mm-hmm. and you were looking at at Dorian as a, as a fan coming up. Yeah, because Ronnie, like, let's put it this way. Ronnie had the greatest back, right? Back double bicep. I didn't think he was, like, Dorian Yates was so wide. His lats, bro, yeah. were, it was nothing like it. Like, I couldn't yeah. believe how developed they were. And if you really compare their lats, like, his lats, like, Dorian's lats spread blew away, in my opinion, Ronnie Coleman's. With, like, for sure. Yeah, with. Ronnie Coleman had a lot of detail, just like Phil Heath did, but they didn't have that. Cr- like when I met Dorian, dude, his back was like, it seemed like it was this big. Mm-hmm. So it's all illusion of like what it is and density. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's where I was most impressed. And his calves were just bigger than anyone's I've ever seen. Probably still to this day. So when I saw the back, <laughs> him walking and then the calves, like I was like, man, like, but I didn't think his quads weren't the best I had seen, but he was still so, he just had a lot of, lot of size and and density. So, so the, the Dorian physique, if he was competing in the last five years, where would he have fared? Oh, dude, he, the condition was unmatched. Yeah. He'd win the Olympia today. You think he would have beat Phil at his Phil's peak? Yeah, I think so because he was just so much bigger than Phil. Yeah, like Phil, like he's not a naturally a huge guy because he's not like he he really like he's con- the genes of being narrow. Like that yeah. was his criticism, but he really expanded and he just he had maxed the, his physique. Yeah, to, to the to the full potential you know it's kind of like it's like this i mean flex wheeler 93 how amazing was he yeah. and he couldn't beat dorian yates and he was yeah. what i was mean he that like? could have been the biggest physique he was lighter in yeah, weight but he couldn't touch dorian yates mm-hmm. because he just no matter how great the shape was and i consider phil heath like a shape bodybuilder not like a a mass, mass guy yeah. and i just don't think he could have competed with the width and all that you know and that's just you know obviously it's an opinion of mine but no, I, I get that. But I, I see why people don't remember the guys before Ronnie. Because not only Ronnie just, you know, look, when when would Ronnie, what year did he win his first Olympia? That was 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So 20-something years ago. People don't remember 30 years ago or 35 years ago or 40 years ago. They only saw pictures of it. Or there's not a ton of video out there of Lee Haney competing. Yeah, listen, I would love people to comment who you're, who you think is the greatest Mr. Olympia, like, who did you meet that like really kind of blew it away? I'd say for me, I think physique wise, I think it was Ronnie. Of course, yeah. But overall, Mr. Olympia, if it wasn't for Arnold, he paved the way for this. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for and I, and I know he took he took the Olympia that title that he had into the movies. You know, we might not I might not other people may not have ever heard of Mr. Olympia if they didn't yeah. hear it from Arnold Schwarzenegger if they're not bodybuilding fans. So there's there's like different types of goats, so to speak. Yeah. You know, same with any other sport. We were, we were me and uh, David Bay were talking about this the other day about like football. You could say, well, is Aaron you can make an argument for Aaron Rodgers to be the goat. Yeah. But you can make an argument for guys that have won more titles, guys that have won less. Dan Marino didn't win a title. Is he Less of a quarterback than like a than a guy who won one. 
Well, like, Joe Montana was the greatest. Of course. No, is but is Joe is Joe better than you know Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers? What's that? Tom Brady. Is he better than Tom Brady? If if Joe didn't have the wide receivers he had, would yeah, he be there? We were talking about this too. Imagine, look at how good Troy Aikman was. How good would Troy Aikman have been if he didn't have Emmett Smith in that line? Which, when you have that good of a running back and a line that good, you don't have to be the best quarterback because that that running back is going to make that second. You know, it's it's going to make everyone be honest, and especially when you got a line yeah. like that. But then he also had some of the greatest you know wide receivers of all time. So. But it's 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 an argument with any of these sports. So when you're talking about, we were just saying Arnold with the seven time Mr. Olympia. What do you think of the 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 Flex Lewis? You know, I saw something came up the other day, and they were good they question. Were, they were, you know, a post came out. But what do you um, think? They gave him the invite two two years. Was it last year or two years ago? I think two years ago. Okay, he he couldn't do it. He had some health issues, whatever. Yeah. So you know, I understand he's a seven time two twelve, and we always talk about like. I hate saying Mr. Olympia because it's confusing for people, right? Yes. I hate when people say, "Well, he's a seven-time Mr. Olympia." It's totally different. He won. The, he won seven times a class. His he class won his class. Yes. No, that's at the a, it's a different class. It's not the Open Mr. Olympia. So, yes. Um, I think that he definitely deserves a special invitation. There's a lot of people that say he should have to qualify. Mm-hmm. I would think he would want to test the waters in the since he has not competed in the open. I don't know if he's he ever competed in the open. He hasn't show. competed in almost four years. Yeah, too. it's really hard. Like, I don't know any comeback that someone's been off the stage for four years and had great success at it. So, I mean, he could write the history books as the first guy to ever do that. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, I, I don't know if I could do it. No matter how great my willpower was, and listen, we know he's entrenched in obviously his business here and everything, other things that we probably don't even know. But yeah. uh, I feel he should have the invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that if he does not compete this year, they should not give him another one. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave it to Kai Green for years, and he just wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone deserves it, it's him. Yeah. But at the same time, the question is, is, you know, like you said, how is he going to fare coming back after yeah. being off for four years? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I, I, if I were him, I would be, like, really pumping it up right now. You know, yeah. and, and I know Dan put out a post that kind of c- caused a lot of, tor- like, mm-hmm. opinions. But in Dan's defense, like, I read the post that he did. He said, you know, someone asked the question, is is Flex Lewis qualified? And listen, we don't even know if these are real questions. This could yeah. have been this is a hype for the Olympia because it's January. The thing is in December. Yeah. We're still like al- it's almost so far. It's away. almost a year 11. away. So yeah. it'd almost be like you, the show had just yeah. ended. Uh is he qualified? No, he's well, he's qualified for the two twelve. That's factual okay. as per the yes. IFBB. And then the next question was Will you be giving special invitations? And he says, well, guys, it's only January. Hang yeah. tight. Yeah. And then, of course, the next day, it caused a lot of channels to I cause had, some talk. I had so many people forward that to me. Like, I can't believe this. And I, and I, and I went and read it, and I thought, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. No. Though, because it was, you know, is Flex Lewis qualified? Yes, he's qualified for the 212. That's not up to Dan. That's the IFBB's rules. You are qualified for life in your division. Is he qualified for the Open? No, he's not. Yeah. Is that factually accurate? Yes. As per they, the IFBB. Is he going to get a special invite? 
It's only January. He deserves one. He didn't. Sure. It didn't say though. Is yeah. he going to get special invitation? It yeah. said, uh, "Are you giving out special invitations yeah, or something along those lines?" Okay. Yeah. So, but, but for him, I didn't see anything wrong. What everything Dan said. This wasn't Dan's opinion. This is the the IFBB's. But let rules. me ask you a question: For 2021, did they give out a special invitation? They did not. I don't did think they? he did. I don't think he got one last year. I know he was. Talking about it, I know something. No, that, no, I, they, no one got the invite, right? Rami got it in twenty twenty. Rami right? got it because of COVID. Nobody got one last year. I yeah. just think that if they're going to do special invitations, they should have at least one every year. I thought Sergio or Steve could have got one last year. Yeah, I mean they're fan favorites, right? Yeah. Uh, but then the people would question. Oh, I don't agree. You know, so and so should have got it. I saw, I saw on one of the the podcasts, and the guys were arguing back and forth about it. And it's like, hey, you know what, man? I understand every argument, but it's all opinions anyway. It is. It is opinions. And and in the the promotion of the show and the sport, I think it would be cuz cuz remember when when Flex was dominating the 212, Phil was dominating the Open. They were just year in year out boom 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 yeah, boom yeah. boom. And people would always say, "Man, what if they went against each other?" It would be awesome that to see. That would have been awesome. Of yeah. course, yeah. It would be it would be awesome to see Flex step on stage in the Open and then that conversation's over. See how he does. Yeah. So does he deserve a special invite? Yeah. Yes. And I, but I, if I was Flex Man, come, I mean, the show's in December. So I would be scheduling those guest appearances like as you're coming up to your biggest. Of course. Before you start tearing it down. I even thought about this. If he knew a long time ago, God, he could have went and done an Arnold. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a big paycheck. You know, I know people will say it's not about the money. Bullshit. Do you think he has people a shot to win it? I don't. I don't know the answer for that because we've never seen him and compared to some. We have never seen him compare. Brandon Curry. And yeah. See, I, I, look, he has no. Nobody has a perfect physique, and we just don't know what he's going to look like without any restrictions. I feel like there's some guys like uh, Brett Wilkin. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen him stacked up against nobody uh, yet, really, like a Brandon Curry or. Yeah. Uh, William Bonick, right? Yeah. He he did a smaller. He did show. the show uh, Chicago Pro. Okay, so yeah. he didn't have those guys in the lineup, but you know that's what's kind of exciting about what the Arnold is going to bring because you're going to see some and some of these international people. There's some couple yeah. guys that haven't got to stand next to the big dogs yet, yeah. and I think that you know how would have Flex done in the Arnold? Same question. We haven't seen him stand next to Brandon yeah. Curry, William Bonick, like for quite some yeah. time. I mean, I think Bonick used to do the 212, but he did. Years uh, ago. We haven't seen him next to Brett Wilkin. Because uh, a lot of those guys are Steve similar. Kukolo. I think there are a Steve lot of those. Kukolo, guys. Steve Kuko's a monster. Yeah. And Flex is, you know, he's five, whatever, six or seven or. I think he's about Nick Walker's height. Okay. Yeah. In that range. What, five, six? Five, 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 six? He's, I mean, look, it's 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 a tall tale. It's 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 a it's a tough task, but he's he's confident. I mean, I've seen Neil put stuff out, and I've seen him uh, him talk about it. And all yeah. he can say is, "Hey, man, let's let's see what happens." Yeah. You know, wish him the best. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, check it out. It's in December here in Las Vegas. Mister Olympia is back in Las Vegas at Planet Hollywood, and uh, it's going to be a sight to see. So make sure you guys, um, if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Share this video. Comment below. We asked a couple questions on here on who's, your who's the greatest. And uh, what do you think about the Flex Lewis uh, yeah. 
special invitation. Do you think he deserved? A I think if Flex invitation? competes, I think we need to petition you to come compete too. Yeah, it's, those days are over. So, <laughs> for episode twenty-one, One. we are out. <laughs>